Hello and welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyon. We're glad you joined us today and we sincerely hope that you're blessed with today's message. So this morning, I want to talk to you about a man that also needed Jesus. How many remember the story of Zacchaeus, right? Or Zacchaeus? Uh, I'll go with Zacchaeus this morning. All right, and we're going to be reading out of the book of Luke, chapter 19. But before we turn there, uh, this man had a desire to meet Jesus. This man had a desire for something new, something different in his, in his family, in his life. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been to a point in your life where something needs to change? You can't keep going on with the same old thing day after day, week after week. Something has to change. And that's typically when the Lord is speaking to you. He gives us all seasons like that. I know I've had a, a season and seasons like that where the Lord will challenge you to step out of your comfort area, to step out of a box. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to draw you closer to him. And we're going to talk about this man this morning, Zacchaeus, who got out of his comfort zone. He got out of a, an area of comfort to him so that he could get to a place where Jesus was at. Let's turn this morning to Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19, and we're going to read starting in verse 1 through, through verse 10. And I'm going to read out of the New International Version. It says this, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. Has Jesus ever passed through your life? Has he ever passed through where you're living? Where you're, I mean, where you're living, where the rubber meets the road, as they say. Has he ever passed through your, your life? Well, verse 2 says, A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was. But because he was so short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. Verse 5, when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner? But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house. Because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost, or that which was lost. Amen? Let's pray this morning. Father God, we thank you again for these wonderful parables that you have given us in your word. Lord, these stories, Lord, re reflect where we're living at, where we might be in our uh, time right now. And Father, I pray right now that you would quicken our hearts, that we would receive this word this morning, that Lord, that we would perceive, Lord, just as you perceived the heart of Zacchaeus, and Lord, that you would help us understand where you want us to be. If you want us to get out of a box that we may be in, Lord, help us to see out of that comfort zone we may be living in to get to a point where we can see you, Father. So, Lord, we pray that this morning, 
that, Lord, you would help us open our hearts, bring anointing to this word that I am about to speak. And, Lord, we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you here for being here today. And Zacchaeus, if you've been in church your, your entire life, you've heard this story, I'm told, as a little kid. I wasn't raised in church, but there's a, there's a little song. And Raquel, I'm going to put her on the spot. I'm going to have her come up here right now. You don't know it? Bianca knows it. Bianca knows it. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm not going to put you on the spot then. I want to put Bianca on the spot. But it's a little song that it's basically like a little nursery rhyme. And it talks about Zacchaeus being up in this tree. And it's a great Bible story because see, Zacchaeus went out of his way, didn't he? He went out of his way. But let's, let's talk about this story here. Jericho, first of all, it's about 20 miles outside of Jerusalem. When I was in Israel, we actually could see Jericho. We didn't go visit Jericho, but we could see it off in the distance from Jerusalem. And so you, visibly you can see it. And that was the path Jesus was taking to get to Jerusalem. Now that wasn't a, a straight path. He took that path so that he can encounter people that he had to see. See, Jesus... Jesus had an appointment, a divine appointment with Zacchaeus that day, but Zacchaeus didn't know it. He didn't know what was about to happen. He was curious, I'm sure. He had heard stories about Jesus, about healing uh, demon-possessed people and and healing uh, the lepers. and He had heard stories. But see, the problem with, with Zacchaeus was he was a tax collector. All right, and you've heard me say this about the tax collector that Jesus spoke to, and we've played a video. This is not that tax collector. That was Matthew. This is Zacchaeus. And the problem with tax collectors were in, in that time, they were chosen by Romans. The, see, the Roman government was in charge of Israel, and, and they, they taxed the people. And so these tax collectors, and Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector. That means he, he was the man. And what he did was... He would charge his own people. He was Jewish. He was, a, he was a Hebrew, right? And he would charge his own people taxes. So not only did his own people dislike him, number one, because he was a tax collector, they disliked him, number two, because he was, he was a brother, right? He was, he was the same kind of person as they were, same ethnicity, same religion, and, and yet he was taxing them. He had no mercy on them. He would come up to you and say, Dan, it's time to pay up. Come on, I ain't leaving until you pay up right now. And, and he wouldn't leave until you paid him. And if you had an excuse, he might double what you had to pay him. See, he had the prerogative to, to pay what the Romans needed him to pay. But then what he would do, what the tax collectors would do, they would pocket anything above and beyond that. See, they were crooked. They, they stole from the people. And so the, the, the people of that time knew this. That's why they despised tax collectors. Zacchaeus was a despised man, okay? So I'm trying to set this up so you see how this story is taking place. He, he, he's coming, and he knows Jesus is going to be passing through Jericho. So because he's short, you know, he, he's trying to see over the crowds. How many know that's already a problem? And, and to know that, well, that's Zacchaeus. I'm not going to let him come in and, and, and pick his way up to the front. If you knew who he was, you're going to block him. That's that tax collector that's ripping me off every month or every year, taking my money. And so you're preventing him. And so Zacchaeus knows, well, 
these people, I, I can't even be in the middle of them. I'm going to climb this tree to be able to have a good sight, a, a line of Jesus. And how many have ever climbed trees? You, you ever climbed trees as a young kid? I don't recommend it as an adult now, okay? But, but when you, we were young, we used to have tree houses, right, Ruben? We used to have tree houses, and we climbed the trees, and it'd be cool because you have a different perspective when you're up above. Um, the other day at my workplace, I climbed up on top, and I had to climb up on the roof of our building, and I was looking, and it gave me a different perspective. I could see, you know, a hotel off in the distance. I could see uh, the city, Napa City offices over here, and, and I could see. Uh, it was a whole different perspective when you're up high. How many have noticed that? And, and you can see things that you normally wouldn't see when you're down here. And so Zacchaeus climbed this tree. And obviously it took him an effort to get up there. He was a short man. So he's probably huffing and puffing, trying to stretch up there and, and grab a hold of, of the tree limbs. And, and he gets up there. And I'm sure at one point he began to see Jesus coming. He began to see his posse, right? Jesus didn't walk alone. Jesus walked with a throng of multitudes, the Bible always says. Wherever he went, there were multitudes. And here he saw him coming in the distance. Here he comes. And he's getting more excited because he had heard about this man and here's the, here's the thing, Zacchaeus, see, he was at a place in his life where he didn't know, he, he needed answers. He, he was tired of being sick and tired. I know that. He, he wanted a difference in his life. He was tired of taking advantage of his own people. He was hurting inside. He didn't like being insulted. He didn't like being insulted and mocked because he was a tax collector. He, he hated that. He was wealthy. He had everything he could ask for in terms of possessions. But how many know even possessions, even having a brand new Volkswagen bug, and say you name it Tiffany, <laughs> it doesn't mean you have everything, right? It, it doesn't satisfy the deep longing in your spirit. And that's where Zacchaeus was. He needed more. He was searching for something else. So the Bible says he was a hated and despised publican, tax collector. And they shut him out, the people did, because they, they had nothing to do with him. They didn't want anything to do with this man. And because of that, because of that, Zacchaeus was hurting. He was hurting in his spirit. Have you ever hurt in your spirit? Have you ever hurt, been hurt by people, by life? And, you, and, and what we begin to do at that time is you cry out to God, Lord, Lord, I, I can't go on this way. I can't go on this way. And that's where Zacchaeus was at. I'm trying to show you he was hurting. He was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And it's not until you get to that point in your life that change will happen. We have to become desperate for Jesus. We have to become desperate for a change. Amen? So here, uh, Zacchaeus, apparently he must have been tired of, of extorting money he was tired of giving money that he would steal and giving it to the Romans who were in control of, of the land, of his own people. See, the Romans really shouldn't have been in control of that land. That was Jewish land. They should have been controlling their own land. But unfortunately, it was the Romans. They dictated what went on in that land. And so Zacchaeus is getting tired of 
all of this. All these emotions are swirling. And all he keeps hearing is about this wonderful Jesus, this Jesus that heals, this Jesus that saves. And he's wondering, who is this man? Who is this man? And so he climbs this tree. And, and the beautiful thing that we see that, that Jesus did is Jesus didn't despise him. How many know that Jesus knows everything about you? Jesus knows every hidden sin, every hidden secret, everything done in dark. Jesus knows. And yet Jesus looked at him and said, today, today, this day, I need to meet with you. I must meet with you. Today, I must, I must have a meal with you at your house. I'm coming to your house. Today. Man, I, I get goosebumps just thinking of that. Jesus talking to this man Yet he knew how despised he was, but he looked past that. You see, Jesus, when he sees us, he doesn't see the dirty person that we were, say, when we first came to know the Lord, or maybe the, the hidden sin that's there right now. He doesn't look at that. What he's looking at is he sees the potential in you. He sees the potential in you, much, much like a, a, a coach in sports. When he's working with a young child, he doesn't see that the poor child that's struggling right now. He sees the potential in that child to become that, that, that hitter, the baseball hitter that can go three for four, four for four, instead of striking out four times, right? He sees the potential in that child. Jesus sees the potential in every one of you. He sees it right now. Whether you see it or not, he sees potential in each one of you. Everybody say the word potential. potential. You all have it. You all have it today. Amen. And, and Zacchaeus didn't realize it at that moment. He didn't know what Jesus was bringing to him at that moment. He didn't realize. He just knew that something in him desired a change. And he, the, here's, catch this, don't miss this. He didn't just, you know, have this desire. He acted on it. He acted on it. You know, the book of James tells us not only must we be hearers of the word, we must be doers so I believe, the Bible doesn't say this, but I believe the Holy Spirit spoke to Zacchaeus and said, hey, you need to get out there. And the Holy Spirit prompted him and encouraged him to get out there to meet Jesus. And, and Zacchaeus could have said, uh, yeah, right, ignored that, gone to collect more money, gone to rip off somebody else for some more possessions or tax money. No, he listened to that little small voice and he said, okay, I'll do this. I'll do this. And he climbed the tree. How many know sometimes you have to get out of your comfort zone? You have to ascend in order to get to where Jesus is at. Amen? And, and, and a lot of times Jesus will meet you right where you're at. Right in, in the road. Just like he met the adulterous woman. Just like he met the prostitute. Just like he met Matthew, the tax collector. He meets them right in the middle of what they're doing. Zacchaeus, though, took it a step farther. He went out to meet Jesus. And anytime you go out to meet Jesus, he welcomes you. He welcomes you. And that's the, that's the great thing about this story. He welcomes Zacchaeus. He, he rewarded him for his faithfulness, for his obedience. He said, this day, today, I must be with you. Just like Jesus rewarded the thief on the cross, remember what he told him? This day, you will be with me in paradise. He told them that this day. All Jesus wants is someone to acknowledge who he is and repent of that. And that's really what, what was going to happen with Zacchaeus. Even though he didn't know it at the moment, Jesus saw the potential in him. Amen. Jesus saw 
a man that needed God. See, all of us need God. All of us are lost and hopeless without God. I'm, I'm sorry to break the news to you this morning, but we're all lost and hopeless without God. E- even Zacchaeus, who had every comfort you could imagine with all the finances at his disposal, he'd go out and buy himself a new home in Walnut Creek today if he wanted to. He'd go out and buy a new Expedition or whatever the choice, Tesla, whatever the choice a car is these days. He could go out and do that anytime he wanted. But that wasn't enough to satisfy his soul. Why do you think Hollywood's in such a mess? They have everything they need, but it's a constant mess in Hollywood. They have everything they need. But here Jesus saw a man who needed God. See, Jesus didn't despise him. He didn't scorn him. He didn't uh, ridicule him. He didn't judge him. He looked right to him and right through him and saw the potential that this man had. Amen? And here's, here's what we know. Jesus knew what was on the inside of that man and the possibilities for that man. Have you ever thought about that? When, when you first came to know the Lord, Jesus saw the same thing in you. He saw you, what was on the inside of you, and the possibilities in you. He sees that today. He sees that today. He sees the possibilities that each of you have today. Amen? He called you by your name. Think about that. He called you by your name. He said, Gloria. He said, Brenda, Dan, Robert. He called you by your name. He didn't just call Zacchaeus. He didn't just call Matthew. And and I love those stories in the New Testament where he calls his disciples out by name. He did the same for each of us. He called you by name because he knows your name. Amen? He knows everything about you. The Lord Jesus does, and he cares for you. It doesn't matter where you've been, what you've done. He cares for you. Amen? And, and, And thank God that Zacchaeus was obedient to that Holy Spirit. Climbed that sycamore tree, got a view of Jesus, and then the Bible says that, that, that when he called him by name, that immediately he came down from the tree. Immediately. If only that was us. If only when we first heard the words of Jesus or, or read this word, we immediately obeyed. Sometimes we struggle with that, don't we? When, with that word immediately. We'll get around to it at some point, but... How much better would it be if we were just to immediately obey? Amen? You know, in in the book of John, chapter 10, verse 3, Jesus says that he knows you, every one of you. He knows every one of us. He calls us by name. Amen? And and here Zacchaeus is finding that for right now. See, he knew that Jesus would be going down this road through Jericho and that a big crowd would be following him. And that's why he was high up in the sycamore tree. But I'm sure he was so surprised when all of a sudden Jesus is walking and he's strolling through. And, you know, have you ever been in a parade and you see countless of people at your side? I've been in a parade before. Remember when we were little kids, we were in a parade? And then when there's people around you, you don't necessarily look up high. And here Jesus is walking and all of a sudden his eyes go up and he sees Zacchaeus. And I'm sure others that were down here didn't even know he was up there. But Jesus knew. Jesus knew he was up there. And he stopped. And, and the whole crowd stopped. Kind of like Forrest Gump 
when he stopped in the movie. And they said, hold on, he's going to say something. Something really profound, right? Well, he didn't. Forrest Gump didn't. But Jesus did. Jesus looked up to Zacchaeus and said, Zacchaeus, this day I must meet with you. I am going to dine at your house. We're going to sit down. We're going to have a meal together. We're going to have a meal together. Amen? I mean, talk about something life-changing and powerful. Zacchaeus is probably looking like this, and he's talking to me. He's talking to me. And all the people around him are judging. They're judging him. They're judging Jesus. Not Zacchaeus. They're judging Jesus. They're saying, why would you have anything to do with that man? That man's a sinner. And that's another lesson for us. We need to be careful not to be so quick to judge. Amen? Don't be so quick to judge that, that you don't know what God's doing. You don't know what God's doing at any moment in somebody's life. Amen? So Zacchaeus here stopped, came down, came down out of that tree because he was going to go home with Jesus that day. He made up in his mind right there, I, I, I'm walking away from this. He knew he was leaving behind something. I, 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 am, I am positive he knew something was about to happen. Have you ever had that feeling when uh, something is about to happen? You know something good is about to happen. Jesus was, was going to change his life, turn his life upside down. And here the thing is, when, when Jesus said, I am going to your house today. You know how I've often said, pray specifically? Jesus was also specific. You, the words here were specific. He, he didn't tell Zacchaeus, well, one of these days we got to hook up and get, have some lunch together, right? No, he said, today we're going to get together and we're going to have a meal together. Today. Jesus told him that. He was specific. Jesus was specific with Zacchaeus. There, there's something powerful about sharing a meal with someone. There's, you know, just as you and I, as brothers and sisters here in the church, when we share a meal together, there's fellowship, there's a bond that's created. There's something powerful about a meal that you, when you share it with friends and family, there's a connection that occurs. And, and Jesus knew that, that that was a powerful moment. And so he wanted to take the time to connect with Zacchaeus. See, he's got all the time in the world for you. He's got all the, the time in the world for each of you. He'll sit down and have dinner with you. He'll sit down and, and have you tell him all about what's going on in your life right now. All about what you're struggling with. He wants to listen to you. But then he's going to help you out. Amen. He's going to share the good news with you. Amen. And I believe that's what he did. The Bible doesn't go on to share those details. But everywhere Jesus went, he said, welcome if they, people welcome you into their home, come in, you know, uh, pray a blessing upon them, share the good news with them, is what he would tell his disciples. I have no doubt that he did that here. He prayed a blessing on this household. He also shared the good news with Zacchaeus. Amen? And that is why Zacchaeus was able to formulate what he, his repentance, you know, his prayer of repentance, of forgiving those that he'd wronged, giving back everybody what he had stolen. I mean, that takes a man right there to forgive somebody and to go back and say, if I've wronged you, let me make it right. Have you ever done that before? It, it reminds me, that story right there, and I've got to share this. It reminds me of this, this gentleman I, I know. It, it, he lives in Napa County. Anyways, at one time, he was, the most, he was the baddest man in Napa, okay? He was the baddest man in Napa. He was locked away, put away. 
And one day he was let go. And he became a born-again Christian, this man. And one day he, he met the, the DA, the district attorney, in a, in a, in a grocery store in Napa. And, the gro- and, they, and they met eyes. And this is the guy that locked him up. And, and, and right away, he went that way. And this man that I know, he followed him. And how many know that that could be a tense situation right there? Well, he went up to him. He got, a, he got in, in front of him and said, look, I just want to tell you, I thank you for what you did. And he began to, to tell him, thank you for what you did, because that put me on the path that I needed to be today. And at first, the, the DA was a taken, taken aback because he didn't know what this guy wanted. He didn't know if he was armed or what. But he, he, he needed to express forgiveness to him. He needed to say, uh, I, I'm sorry, first of all. I, I thank you for what you did. It's put me on this path to knowing Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. And he shared his testimony with him right there in the middle of a grocery store in Napa. And I've never forgotten that story, how Jesus can meet us right in the middle of our need. Amen? And, and so my point is here that, that Jesus can meet your need today. He can meet whatever it is that's going on in your life today. Jesus is here to save the lost, the Bible says. Amen? Now, Zacchaeus here, he didn't know, he didn't know it, but his life was about to change when he was uh, uh, first meeting Jesus. Then he brings them to his home. How many know that when you bring Jesus into your home, it's a blessing? Your house becomes blessed. Your family becomes blessed. The, the things you do become blessed when Jesus is allowed into your home. When Jesus isn't a part of your home, there's no blessing there. There's no, there's no miracles taking place. There's no transformation taking place in your family. Amen? And, and so Zacchaeus is welcoming Jesus. And Jesus now begins to explain the gospel to him, as, I, as I've indicated. And this is where he begins to share with Jesus, if I've wronged anybody, I'm, I'm going to ask them to forgive me. I'm going to restore what I've stolen and so forth. And I know in my life, I've, I've done things like that, not to this extent, but I know you have as well. You may have asked some, uh, some people to forgive you from something in your past. And maybe that could be something here today that as I'm speaking, something's going, yeah, you know what? I, I, de- I do need to go back and, and ask that person to forgive me. And the Lord will, has, a, has a funny way of doing that with us, amen? He'll remind us of those things. And, and uh, lack of forgiveness will stunt and prevent your prayers from being answered. How many know that? Amen. When you do not ask for forgiveness from somebody you've wronged, it will stunt your answers to prayer right there. If you've ever been in a place where it seems that your prayers aren't getting answered, well, first of all, have you asked for forgiveness of everybody that you need to make it right with? If you haven't, you need to go back there. That's point number one. Amen? So here, Jesus reveals himself to Zacchaeus. The Bible calls this a new creation. Amen? At that point, 2 Corinthians 5.17, how many know that scripture? It says the following, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new, the new is here. Everybody say, the new is here. Each of you here are not the representation of who you were. You are the new person. Same thing with Zacchaeus, amen? He was the new person now. 
Sure, he was going to go back out on the streets and the, the, the people would look at him and, and realize, well, that's just the tax collector. But they would begin to see a transformation in him. They would begin to see a change in him. And Jesus is here to do that for each of you this morning. Have you experienced that today in your home? Come and dine with the master. It's not too late. Amen. There's an older song, old song that says, come and dine. The master calleth, come and dine. Have you ever heard that song? Uh, It's an old one that I remember. And um, it's a beautiful song, but it's based off of that text right there. Come and dine. The master calleth, come and dine. See, he's calling each of us this morning. And this morning, as as I'm going to close, I want you to remember this. When divine enters the physical, miracles happen. When divine enters the physical, miracles happen. Miracles began to occur when Zacchaeus allowed Jesus into his home, into his presence. See, miracles weren't going to happen without that. Without, without Zacchaeus opening the door and allowing Jesus in, there were no miracles going to happen. You must open that door. You must allow him and say, come on in. Come on in. Come on in.